Hello, friends. Welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast. It's Friday. We've had a wonderful week. We went to a preaching conference and got to hear many, many sermons. It was, let's see, it would have been uh, 10, 10 sermons from Monday to Wednesday, and it was a great blessing and got a lot out of it. I enjoyed every single one. 10 sermons from 10 different preachers, I might add. And so I love preaching, but I'm looking forward still to Sunday when we'll get to go to church again. And I'm looking forward to preaching myself this Sunday where we're going to be. And we're in much earnest prayer for what the Lord might do. And we just want to be used and you be in your place this Sunday. Wherever God has placed you, make sure you are all there. Make sure you're in a good Bible preaching church. Make sure you're doing all you can to glorify God and everything that goes on. Remember, you get out what you put in. If you're not invested into the work of God there, then you probably won't get a lot out of church. But if you're all in, church is a blessing. I'd like to talk to you just for a moment today from the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter number one, if you'd like to look at it with me, but, oh, I suppose I'll begin reading in verse number one, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making request with joy. For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds, Paul's in prison here, bonds, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace." For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And this I pray, that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment, that you may approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. But I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happened unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace and in all other places. And many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. Of course, I mentioned Paul is writing this from prison. This is one of the prison epistles, prison letters. Putin, Vladimir Putin, is the you know president of Russia, and he's been in the news a lot lately for his war on Ukraine and all of that. And, and a lot lately, if you've noticed uh, here and there about nuclear weapons, and many commentators, political commentators have said that he wouldn't do that, wouldn't use a nuclear weapon upon Ukraine because it's so close to his own people, his own country, and if he did, and I don't know, I'm not saying whether he would or wouldn't, how would I know? But what they're saying is that he wouldn't, or it's inadvisable, or it'd be foolish because of 
the fallout from that nuclear bomb. And that is when a nuclear bomb goes off, there is fallout of radiation all around there. There'd be a cloud of radiation rushing towards his very own troops. And so the idea is that the damage of a nuclear bomb is not isolated to the location of its detonation. It affects things around it and it affects things around it for a long, long time. Now, that's not exactly what Paul's talking about here in verse 12, but it reminded me of what's going on in the news when he said, I would ye should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. Paul's in prison. He's enduring persecution, but there was some fallout from the things that had happened to Paul. And the fallout was not what Satan intended. Whenever Satan persecutes, he intends to quiet, to discourage, to make you go astray. But the person who remains faithful to God, God can actually use persecution and hard times like this, like Paul's going through for preaching the gospel. God can use that to further the mission and further the cause of Christ. It's really an amazing thing. He said here, I would you should understand the things which happened unto me, all that persecution that he's in prison now, have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel. What had happened was Paul had been preaching. He'd been put in prison as a result. But because of that, because of the news spreading abroad that Paul had been thrown in prison just for preaching Jesus, more people were interested in that message which got him imprisoned. And the gospel had been furthered. He goes on in verse 13, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace. So his bonds in Christ, his being chained, being imprisoned for the Lord Jesus Christ, that was known in the palace. All the royalty knew that Paul had been imprisoned and exactly the message which he'd been imprisoned for. Now, that would have never happened, I don't think, without Paul having to endure this persecution. What Paul wanted most was to proclaim the gospel. That's what he wanted. He wanted to see people saved. He wanted them to be grown in the Lord, to do likewise, to see other people saved. That was his mission. That was his heartbeat. And by him getting imprisoned here, there was some fallout from that. There was the furtherance of the gospel so that what an opportunity the palace knew the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. The rest of verse 13 says, and in all other places, in all places. You see, this persecution, this trouble actually allowed Paul to be this worldwide evangelist, this household name, but not for vainglory, not for him, but just so the gospel would be preached. And that was Paul's mission. I'm sure many missionaries out there would love for the president of the country that they're ministering in to know them and the message of the Lord Jesus Christ that they're trying to proclaim. They would love to share the gospel. And that's exactly what happened here for Paul, but it only happened because of his bonds. What else happened? Verse 14, many of the brethren in the Lord waxing confident by my bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. 
And so what was the fallout? It was twofold in verse 13. There was a far-reaching broadcast. Everybody, everywhere, from the palace to the ditch, knew about the message of Jesus Christ. But then also in verse 14, it produced fearless believers. Fearless believers. Again, I mentioned a moment ago that persecution sometimes doesn't do what Satan intends for it to do. He persecutes, the church grows. Or like in America today that receives very little persecution as a Christian, Christian churches, uh, the churches don't quite grow as much. But it's amazing how when somebody is genuinely persecuted for their faith, it rallies believers around them. And not just to them, but to the message for which they're being persecuted. Well, you just imagine for a moment with me, if your pastor for preaching the truth of the Bible was placed into prison, I wonder what that would do to your faith. Would it strengthen it? I think it would. Uh, I, I know for me, if my friend or something I truly believe in is attacked, then I come to life at that. I want to help. You know, I want to defend. And that's exactly what happened here. Now, not everybody. Now, you might not be like that. There's the fight or flight thing. And if your friend is being persecuted, you're probably probably not going to, oh, you're going to defend him, but you probably won't do what brought that friend to persecution. I don't know. And he doesn't say all of them, but he says many of the brethren in the Lord, waxing confident, growing confident, just by Paul's bonds, are much more bold to speak the word without fear. So it was Paul's heartbeat. It was to get the gospel out. And that was happening as a result of his bonds. What else was his heartbeat? Was that the believers would be confident in the Lord to speak the word without fear. And that was happening. A far-reaching broadcast and fearless believers. That was the fallout from Paul's bonds. You know, God knows what he's doing. God might be putting you through something or allowing you to experience, experience something that you don't think furthers the will of God in your life. Just be patient. As long as it's not brought on by some sin in your life that you need to get right or something, and you think there's, there's really no need for this that you're going through, just be patient. God has a plan. God wants to use you. Just try to see what God's doing in the meantime. Paul, because of his bonds, had some furtherance of the gospel, some gospel fallout. May that happen in our lives as well, that more people as a result of our lives would hear the gospel and those believers would be encouraged and be confident in the Lord.